thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Obviously, we're in a wonderfully busy little period of time, or hopefully busy period of time. Um, so first things first, I just want to check in with you. How are you doing at the moment? Just great, man. Um, just we've been really excited about the uh the announcement of the new record. Um, people have been responding very positively to the first single, Fouled Sanctity. Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're very excited to be gearing up for everything that that comes with releasing a record speaking of it can be a long and winding road to releasing a record you know from way before an announcement is even made but obviously once it's announced and you have to push it in so many different ways it can be extremely dry as an entire group the entire uh, camp how have you been able to find ways to enjoy this kind of build-up um that's a good question, because uh, we recorded the record uh, with Mike Lowe um, probably back in like the first quarter of 2023, mm. and I think I think we ended up you know finishing it and um, sending it to Prosthetic uh, by April of last year, and the turnaround time was very long. We're like, okay here's the record. And they were like, okay, well, we can put it out in March of 2024. So uh, we've, we've been sitting on this thing for almost a year. Um, but um, between the time that we turned in the record um, and, and the time that it, it will be released in March, uh, we spent a lot of time going on tour, just playing a bunch of shows. And in between all of the, the show happenings, we've, been staying busy writing the next record um and there was a lot of incentive to to get started on the next one knowing that maybe the turnaround time would take a while you know once we mm. turned it into to the record label you know because uh vinyl turnaround times and and just scheduled releases that are that the the record label already has in place um so i don't know it kind of once we once we delivered the way of ancients to prosthetic it kind of just made us want to work harder on the next one basically uh, almost like you've been able to distract yourself as well you've got that long wait but you've been able to go out and play live you've got writing for what might come in the future oh so this kind of gets put to the side temporarily and now we've reached the point where we are within weeks of it being released does that refresh it in your mind because obviously it would have been a point where you effectively put it to the side um yeah it's it's been fun to circle back around mm -hmm. to all of the songs on the record um and you know we've we've been teasing some of them live throughout like the last year um we just did like a little weekend run of shows with uh our friends in storm ruler and grave ripper and uh we ended up playing like three of the new ones just to like just to test them out um on an audience and see what the reaction mm -hmm. is and um, so that's been fun to see how, you know, a live crowd is going to react to these songs. Um, but but furthermore, um, it's been a lot of fun to come back to this record and basically relearn all of it because uh, our, our album release show is coming up on March 1st here in our hometown of Louisville, Kentucky. And, uh, you know, we we're like, OK, well, let's just play the, the whole album. Um, so it's been a lot of fun coming back to these songs and you know some of them took a little time to click for everybody but after a while it was like oh this is this is like riding a bike because we played all of this stuff you know more times than we can count to to prepare to record the record uh 
so yeah it's it's fun coming back to that yeah um and <laughs> i guess we're a little a little tired playing some of the tracks that we've been playing live mm. so we're just really really excited to like have some new songs for our set list and uh show it to everybody in the flesh you know yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the reaction to it because I have heard it. It is, of course, your excellent epic new album, The Way of Ancients, out March 1st via Prosthetic Records. So I want to ask you then, how was the overall creative process for this record? Did you begin with a clear vision? Uh, I think so. Uh, conceptually, I, I had the idea of what I wanted to write about for a while, um, actually as, as far back as Border World. Um, because when we started getting songs together for that, that was the EP we um, released in 2022. That was our first uh, release with Prosthetic. Uh, but back when we started that, um, I think our initial plan was to just do a second full-length album. But um, it turned out to be an EP. So we uh, put the the idea um, for all the lyrics, like all the concept stuff, put that on the back burner so it could really be fleshed out over the course of a full-length album. Um so like at least like the lyrical concept has been brewing for a while um and the songs like the music and the riffs themselves are all a little bit of a mixed bag in the sense that some of these songs and riffs are like very old <laughs> like Sanctity, uh, the single we just released for the record. Uh, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Damar, guitar player, he's been sitting on those riffs for since before Volcandra was even a band. Mm -hmm. So uh, I imagine it's got to be pretty cathartic, you know, for him to see that song, see the light of day. Um, so that, that's been cool. And there's there's a few songs on the record that like technically are very old. Uh, but then, you know, there's also ones that we kind of wrote specifically for the album, specifically for a certain place in the the concept of the record. Um, but I think we were able to organize all of the songs as far as like what order that they they play out in, in the album. Like that was very, uh, you know, that was a very conscious decision to be like, OK, this is the first song. This is the second song. This is like where the story progresses and you know you have to have a flow to your record because i mean the idea of an album is someone's going to sit down and listen to it from start to finish so um yeah i think i think it's a combination of there are a lot of ideas that were already there but as we wrote the songs and shared ideas with one another things kind of i don't know things kind of uh, formulated naturally even though all of this music was written at, at very different times. When you look at the completed thing and compare it to perhaps what your earliest vision was, how close would you say they are? Um, I, I, I think a hundred percent accurate yeah. as, as far as to uh, what we had in mind, at least for me, I, I feel, I feel very satisfied with the finished outcome of the record um sonically it sounds better i think the songwriting is better i think 
Um, I think we got the best performances out of everybody we possibly could have. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully I'll be able to look back on the album and, you know, a couple of years or so and, and feel the same way. But as of right now, I, I feel really satisfied with, with how the record turned out. Well, that's really good to hear because if you described yourself this overarching um, high fantasy adventure playing out across the entire album, something really rich and detailed. It's grand to understand and listen and follow along. Um, from your perspective, then, was there an aspect of the that creation process that was particularly challenging for you? Hmm. You know, I guess I'm I'm lucky to say this, but no, it wasn't wasn't very challenging um the creative process in this band is is very very smooth sailing um and basically how it goes is one of us will have like a pre-production demo with you know either a mostly finished song or a halfway finished song and you know we'll share it with everybody um a lot of the times we'll send riffs to our drummer mike and he has mm. his own setup where he can, you know, record drum ideas and send them back to us. Um, and the, the songs begin to grow from there. Uh, but really what it comes down to it is when we all get together at our rehearsal space and just go over these songs over and over and over again and, and, and listen back and then kind of fine tune everything. But none of it has ever really been challenging. Everyone mm -hmm. is, is very, very good about sharing ideas and taking constructive criticisms um, you know, just for the sake of making a song better. No one, no one in this band really has like an ego where they're like, oh, well, it has to be this way or it has to be that way. I mean, everyone's really good about meeting in the middle um, just to just to benefit the music at the end of the day. Yeah, because inevitably things are going to end up on the cutting room floor and you don't, you don't want to have arguments about I need my riff in, I need this part in and so on, ideally. Right. Yeah. And I think everybody has, you know, everybody knows that, you know, they know that when they bring an idea to the table that it's subject to change. And I find that really exciting. You know, um, I don't play guitar in Volcanor, but I do write for the band. I, I wrote one of the tracks on the new record. Um, and some of the changes that ended up being made to that are, are like some of my favorite things about the song. So uh, it's, it's, it's really rewarding when like, you bring an idea in and somebody else comes up with something that just makes a huge difference. And, and honestly, some of those changes are, are very like minute, you know, it'll just be a couple of, you know, hits or, or uh, stops or whatever, you know, but like uh, sometimes the small things can make a world of difference in, in how a song can impact the listener, I think. Mm. Well, definitely. And use the word rewarding there. Um, which is good because I wanted to ask that as well. Uh, talking again about the entire creation process, um, for me, for you personally, what were some of the most rewarding parts? Oh, uh, of the creation of the creative yeah. process. Yeah, um, I think for for me, uh, I think for me, what it comes down to is like how our drummer Mike, how he will approach a song and how like he will have ideas for certain riffs that none of us would have ever come up with, you know, because it, uh, a guitar player can, they can write a song and record a pre-production demo and program drums, but we don't have those like actual drummer sensibilities. Um, so 
I think the thing that usually transforms a song the most is is how Mike comes to a track and and puts on on some drum ideas. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, we'll have our own pointers of if you're like, hey, maybe maybe try this here or try that there. And usually, our input is like, add more blast beats <laughs> to a riff. That's usually like the only input we really have. But like everything he does is 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 very, I don't know. He's 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 a very seasoned drummer. So um, usually, all the things that he adds are are really cool nuances and things that you know none of us would have ever come up with because we don't play drums <laughs> like i like I'll, i will change how a riff is played to match how the drums are played to it if that yeah. makes sense um and that just kind of makes everything melt a little bit better that's super satisfying right totally um was it quite important for you to create uh, a level of escapism on this record that we you myself no doubt have felt from stories um over your lifetime um you know i've in previous bands i've tried to to write about like real world problems and i think there is definitely a place for that in music i think it's very important to touch on those things especially in like the the realm of like i don't know like hardcore um and like punk music um but i think when it comes to like metal in general, as far as like subject matter goes, I prefer kind of more of an escapist approach. Mm. I like, I like fantasy. I like science fiction. Um, and you can still have something to say within the realms of, um, you know, a, a fantastical world, a fictional world. Um, but I, I have a lot more fun um, being imaginative with different scenarios or environments um and i don't know it's just a lot more fun for me to to write about things that don't have anything to do with the real world and i we try to bring that mentality to our shows like you know we we take the music very seriously but like you know we're not getting on stage and acting super serious you know like i i feel like our our stage presence is still very like it's a very rock and roll approach we just want to get up there and have a good time and um and if and if you're into fantasy or if you're into science fiction i think that's just kind of an added bonus for for whoever wants to check out the music you know if, if we're all nerds and so if you're a nerd and you like our band and you like our music then if you decide to read into the the lyrical subject matter then that's that's just going to be icing on the cake, I think. Do you feel like you as a group uh, are ch can change and help change some perceptions? Because let's say fantasy sometimes is often automatically associated with power metal. Um, science fiction might go in towards a sort of progressive technical style, maybe more than perhaps the blend of Black Thrash and Death that you throw out with the melody, obviously, that exists throughout you and running, in, running through you like a vein. Yeah, I think uh, I think um, having a, or, or breaking somebody's expectations can be kind of important, you know, because like you said, uh, fantasy stuff is primarily associated with power metal and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you can if you can bring something new to the table within your subgenre, and I'm not even saying new, really, it's not like we're reinventing the wheel. But um, I mean, it's like how many black metal bands have you heard that? sing about satan how many death metal bands have you heard you know sing about keeping bodies in their basement like 
I think I think trying to expand on on that subject matter that might not be normally affiliated with your your uh your subgenre is is a lot of fun to play with and you can make it work like i don't think like we have some songs that are science fiction based and i think you can write a black metal song that has science fiction themes to it and i i think fantasy is definitely more along you know the the beaten path when it comes to to black metal but uh that's that's when the fun of like uh fleshing out like an entire concept comes in you know it's not just like one song is about this one song is about that like i like the idea of of telling a, a, a greater story over the course of a record well going back to the escapism thing then because when people think of escapism in whatever form of media i think they'll often draw to say a movie a video game potentially a book and so on music doesn't always come into it so do you think it is possible for music to have that escapism effect? I think so. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of like terrible things going on in the world all the time. And if you can find, you know, a safe place within music to maybe step away from that. I mean, not, not to say that you should just be oblivious to, real world things you know obviously there's an importance to that but i think i think music is a very healthy escape as opposed to you know maybe like drugs or something you know uh, uh music is is a, a good way to to channel your emotions too i mean like if you're upset like i don't know try and write a song um you know if if you're if you're even if you're you're beat up about what's happening on the other side of the planet and it's something that's out of your control you can write a song about that if you wanted to but i i like the fantasy aspect of it because for me there there feels like there's a lot more to to do there well speaking of that from a lyrical standpoint do you did you for this album set any lines in the sand regarding the complexities of storytelling and wordplay that can sometimes make fantasy high fantasy off-putting what what would you say would be like off-putting for example mm. i guess uh i guess what would i what would i think um all right let's say right what would i think right let's say people often have struggled with elements of J.R.R. Tolkien's work, for example, and how some of the writing is that and the language and stuff like that. Oh, okay, I see. Um, hmm. See, see <laughs> you bring up Tolkien and uh, I th a, lot of, a lot of criticisms people have with his work is that he's like too descriptive, right? Like mm. he'll, he'll write a whole page about like a tree or something. Uh, <laughs> But on like the reverse side of that, I, I had a lot more fun with that kind of thing on this record. I had a lot of fun like describing, you know, the terrain and the environments and like the smells of like what is happening in in the story. Like and, you know, the guys in the band, they let me write all the lyrics. So I, I basically had free reign of like what to do. Uh, you know, obviously, like, you know, hey, don't sing over a guitar solo or maybe, like, don't have vocals over this riff. Like, those discussions were had. Um, but uh, I, I was able to really um, describe everything about as much as I think I could have. 
Um, I said this in a previous interview, but there's there's a line in Foul Sanctity that talks about like, you know, like the stench of of the dungeon, basically. Um, and when you get into those sensory details, I think that helps paint a picture for the listener a lot more instead of like leaving them uh, to 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 interpret. Like when you put those words in someone's head, you know, that auto- automatically is going to spark imagination in their head and they're going to see and interpret those lyrics and those words their own way even even though you're being as descriptive as possible i think yeah i mean i i kind of agree with that i am big on descriptions as well um because you do want to picture you want to imagine what um the environment the place the person whatever it might be actually is you want to get a picture in your head um it's interesting to say you know you say one, one person who would find a Tolkien stuff too complex, another person finds it absolutely fascinating. Someone like uh, Terry Pratchett's Discworld, which is like one of my favorite all-time book series, go back to the very earliest stuff. It can be very, very dry, but, you know, it's it's it really seems to be taste, just like music, I guess. Yeah, yeah, mileage will differ. Um, you know, I mean, if you want to come in with like a simple hook, which those are also very important too, you don't want to get, lost in the sauce and just Mm. everything everything be word vomit but um but i think for those that are looking for a little more in the lyrics you know um i think that's something to get engrossed in you know yeah you just but you don't want to you don't want to overdo it you know you gotta you gotta hold somebody's attention so uh it's definitely you know explain explain what you need to in like this verse in this like you know eight set of lines and then move on to the next subject and that's that was something i definitely had to do with these songs was like kind of map out like almost like bullet points you know like you know we'll talk about this here and then this here and then there's a guitar solo and then after the guitar solo here's like the third act of whatever part of the story it is right so yeah i mean that's that's always a really fun process and you got to go back and and you know, comb through everything with a with a fine-tuned comb and make sure that you're not, like I said, getting lost or or on the other side of things, you don't want to make sure you're not like brushing over something that would be important or integral to the story you're trying to tell. Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at gbhbl.com, our full website where reviews, news and so much more goes up daily. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at GBHBL. Just search for GBHBL and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale. You can access the shop via the website.